Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 1.33 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. So a little bit of discussion as to uh, whether or not Ethan Bear uh, will end up in the lineup or not. He was out there quite late uh, today. Taurus Nygaard Shore, Bear Lagason, and Dylan Wells were the last guys on the ice. Uh, okay. So I guess that meant that Patrick Russell wasn't with the last group on the ice. That would also mean that uh, Bouchard and Jones might be paired together for tonight. We shall see in that regard. We are going to go to our Oilers Now headliner today, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It might just be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. He's a longtime NHL goaltender, uh, current radio analyst of the Vancouver Canucks, and a mental health advocate as well we welcome back to the show Corey hirsch Corey, it's bob how you doing i'm doing great bud how are you doing uh well uh you know not bad i mean it was a tough start three and six but they've picked it up and uh you know it's a privilege to watch a couple guys like mcdavid and dry settle on a nightly basis and uh, it's remarkable what happens when you have two healthy goaltenders because it's settled the team oh my goodness Absolutely. You guys are starting to play really well, I watch. So it, uh, it should be a good hockey game tonight. Canucks have been playing really well, too. So um, I guess we'll just kind of wait and see how this thing plays out. Canucks just seem to always shoot themselves in the foot towards the end of the game. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> And they they are playing well. They went through it. I mean, obviously they had some challenges with Montreal, and then they you know and they they destroyed Vancouver. But give me the assessment. What have you liked of late in their game, Corey? Uh, you know what? They're a high-paced, up-tempo game. They're playing better defensively. Early in the year, they just were not playing well defensively at all, and that, it was killing them. They were giving up, you know, 22, 23 scoring chances a game. Now they've dropped that down to like 15, 16. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot of things that I do like about their game. Quinn Hughes is playing unbelievable, and that's uh, he's always been. Uh, every night he comes to play, there's no question about him. Brock Besser can score from anywhere. Um, you know, they, they, there's just been, 
individual efforts every night that have been really good, but then there's one or two mistakes that have been killing them, uh, and that's been you know part of the problem so far. They lose Jacob Markstrom in goal. That's a position you played. Uh, obviously, Demko was brilliant in the playoffs. He's an RFA this year. He's going to be extended and signed long-term. He's the guy of the future. Holpian on a two-year deal. Didn't have great analytics the last couple of years, Corey. How would you assess the goaltending tandem to date? Uh, you know what? It hasn't. It's been spotty at best. And you know, losing Jacob Markstrom, I can see where that was gonna that was gonna affect everything. Like he he was that good, but the money and the term just it didn't make sense. It, it really didn't. It was it was too long. It was too much money. So I can see why they did what they did. Uh, early in the year, they were giving up too many scoring chances. The goaltending. It, was, it had nothing to do with them. Uh, okay. But now, you know, the last couple games, uh, Holtby wasn't very good last game, and but Demko has been actually pretty good. I'm shocked they didn't play him against Winnipeg last game. Uh, and Demko's been, I would say, more steady of the two. Uh, you know, it's it, he just when Demko has played well, he hasn't got the run support, and that's hurt him. Uh, you mentioned the fact that Hughes is elevated. What kind of fit has Nate Schmidt been on the defense? Nate Schmidt, uh, he's an interesting. He's an interesting guy. Like can skate really well. Probably one of the best skating defensemen in the league. Uh, he can move the puck, uh, and he can jump up in the play. So that way, he's good. But every once in a while, there's just if you pressure him, there's a turnover that is just is not pretty, and it's not like it's a turnover where they they can recover. It's something where uh, you know it isn't good. The other night he went to go make a play, a long play out of his own zone. He ended up putting it off of one of the player's sticks, hit Demko in the back of the leg, and and it went in the net. And just little things like that. But as far as like skating ability, uh, talent, this guy has everything. Uh, he just needs to pay a little bit more attention to the smaller details of his game. Have you, uh, nine goal posts so far this season for Pedersen. Have you ever seen a guy get been snake bit like this before? Uh, you know what? If you go back to last year, he hits the post quite a bit. It's, it's not something that's new for him. He tries to be so precise with his shot that that's kind of what happens. But, Bob, you know as well as I do. That's just good goaltending, right? When the guy hits the post. <laughs> hey, that's what I always said. Yeah, you know, I it's it's funny you mentioned about the, the accuracy because that's he's trying to put it post and in in on, on those, and the guy's got an awesome shot, especially with the way they structure that power play because uh, they have uh, Horvat in that middle bumper spot. He gets some great looks there, and uh, and he can rip it. And they scored a bunch early that way. And then and Pedersen's obviously the offside look, and uh, it's it, I mean it's a pretty good power play. At least it should be, but it's only 20th in the league right now, so you know it's going to get better. Well, tell us about Nils Hoglander, because I liked him here at Edmonton when uh, the first two games of the year. Yeah. So this kid, uh, the best I can explain how playing against him would be is he is a pain in the ass, because he does not quit. Right? He's one of those guys that just keeps coming at you and coming at you and coming at you. And if Oilers fans can remember Marty Jelena, uh Kind of a little bit like that. You know, he doesn't have the size that, that Marty had. Marty was thicker and, and Marty was uh, a little bit bigger. But that same type of relentless mentality where they just keep coming at you and they don't, you can't push them out of a game. 
And that's the way this kid is, and, and he's a great find. Uh, I don't think he'll be like a 70 or 80-point guy. Uh, I think he'll, he'll get 40 or 50 a year as an average when he, when he starts to get a little bigger and a little bit more in the league. The uh, Canucks are in an interesting situation with Jim Benning. Uh, they've got a bunch of money coming off the books, $18.4 million. Sutter, Pearson, Edler, uh, Ben, they're on the hook for 2.2 with Berchie and the Miners right now. They'll pr- I would assume they buy out Erickson as well. So that's about $20 million bucks. But they got to get Hughes and Pedersen and Demko all signed. Is there concern in Vancouver about maybe not being able to have enough depth in the lineup because of how the cap's been managed here by Jim Benning? You know, that's a, that's a fine dance that all the teams have to have right now. Like, you look at Toronto, what they've had to do, yep. um, and you have to get creative, right, with these young guys. So it, that's always interesting, and nobody's quite figured it out yet. And and, and even the Oilers, even for, for what the pain that they've been through, you know, they've had to – you oh, yeah. got to give those guys the money. So, and what are you going to do as a GM? I mean, you really you you have to pay those guys. You're going to have to pay Quinn Hughes. I mean, this guy's might end up the leading scorer, the defenseman scorer in the National Hockey League this year. He's that close. Um, so he's going to want to get paid. Pedersen's going to want to get paid. Um, so that's how that's a fine dance. And I think what you're going to see is you're going to see you're going to have to have more guys than your. You're going to have, a, have, a, have your fourth line is going to have to be almost all young guys that get paid or, or guys or veterans that get paid, you know, a million bucks. Um, yeah. You can't, you know, like the Canucks third and fourth lines have too much money on it. Sutter's making three, Beagle's making four, Roussel's making, I think, two and a half or three. Like, those, you can't, you got to be, those guys are going to have to be million dollar players um, or you're not going to be able to get it done. Mike Smith is 38 years of age. Uh, you know, he. I kind of threw out what happened in the bubble just because, I, I mean, look, the guy's a father. He's got kids. It's the summer. Uh, he's in Kelowna. You know, he had one bad start, turned the puck over, never got back in there between the pipes. That said, I didn't think he'd, he'd come back from an injury and go 4-0 with a 1.83 goals against average and a 940 save percentage. But the one thing about Corey, about Smith, is he is in unbelievable shape at any age for a goaltender, especially at the age of 38, and he can handle the puck. So as a former goaltender, who is the best puck-handling goaltender that you saw during your time, and how does that change the complexion of what teams do when you have a guy like that can can handle a puck? Yeah, well, I played against Texas, so, um, you know, and Marty Berger, and it was in the era of, of the no trapezoid, so... You know, teams would just dump the puck in. The, the defensemen would just, you know, put their sticks across the blue line. You couldn't get past them because they just hold up guys. Those guys would go in the corner and they just fire the puck back out, right? So those are probably the best uh, that I saw. But one of the smartest was actually Kirk McLean. Um, he wasn't a guy that would fire it over everybody's heads or try and clear the zone. But what he did was he made little smart outlet plays, right? Like little smart passes that kind of got his defenseman out of trouble. And that, to me, is, is, is valuable, too. Smitty is great with the puck. We also know that Smitty will give one or two up a year, right? Yes. Uh, uh, you know, like that. And, I, and I've known Smitty. I, I, I played with Smitty when he was 20 years old. I was 30 in the Dallas organization. So um, I've known him a long time, I, and he's a great guy and a, a great goaltender. Uh, and that's the risk you take with a guy like that. Um, but it makes it harder to forecheck. And it sure is a help for your defenseman wear and tear-wise by the end of the year. When the Montreal Canadiens go out and bring in Jake Allen in this 
type of season, does that reinforce more than ever that we've moved really away? You, you can't just have one guy. I mean, the Ducks are living this right now. They're starting to see a drop-off in John Gibson, who's a great goalie. You, do, you know, you need two goalies, especially in this yeah. type of season, don't you? Yeah, you do this year for sure. Um, yeah, no question you do. I, you know, I'm always a believer in the playoffs. You can get away with the one guy and, and go and, and, you know, you're going to anoint a guy. But during the regular season, especially with all the back-to-backs, right. uh, Canucks have already played 22 games. I mean, we've only been at it a month, and uh, you know, like 35 days, 35, 40 days. Canucks have, have already played 22, 23 games. So it's a lot of hockey. Uh, and, you know, the points are critical right now because um, – you know, every team is. Uh, every time you play a team, that's the team you're trying to catch for a playoff spot or beat right. out of a playoff spot. Uh, you know, and everybody's going at ah, it's going to take 62, 63 points. I don't know if you're ever out of it at this point, right? Because it might not. What if you, you know, you end up in a four game series with Winnipeg at the end of the year, you get all those eight points, uh, and all of a sudden now you're, you know, you might be knocking on the door of the playoff spot if you're out. So it's it's such a different animal from what it was before. This isn't like any other season that we've seen. Vancouver Canucks color analyst Corey Hirsch, one final one for you. I mentioned that you've been a, a mental health advocate. How much more open do you think hockey is today than maybe 15, 20 years ago? Oh, not even night and day, right? We've created a, a safe space for guys to come forward, which is awesome. Uh, and, you know, that wouldn't happen 15 years ago. So I, I think it's amazing and credit to the guys that have come forward. We still need more active players. What we need teams to understand is um, a guy with a mental health issue that just is struggling or whatever with mental health, he's not going to he's not going to be able to perform at his best. So you might be paying a guy $3 million dollars and if you don't help him or shun him because he's got a mental health issue, you've just lost $3 million in an asset. When if you help him and there is help available, this guy turns into a player and he'll probably be a better player. So until we start making organizations understand the, the value of, of, you know, of helping these guys dollar-wise, guys are still going to be afraid to come forward because they don't want to get um, you know, shunned or whatever. Or, or So until we can completely get rid of that, um, you know, we're going to have a tough time seeing more active players forward, but I hope we do. I believe, was it not Tyler Mott recently uh, yeah. was fairly open about some of the challenges that he had uh, gone through? Absolutely, and Tyler Mott's been uh, a great, he's out right now, but um, what a great player for the, he's he's one of the one of the key guys on the Canucks, and they got him help, um, you know, and 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 he's doing he's doing so much better, like he's doing incredible, and and he helps the team, you know, the old adage of, you know, you don't want a guy with a mental health issue on your team because you lose with guys like that is garbage, and I always look at Michael Phelps, Bob. 23 gold medals, this guy had a depression issue. You kidding me? <laughs> you can't tell me that guy's weak. Yeah, I, I I think we're just at a completely different... I'm a little bit older than you, Corey. I just think we're in a completely different uh, place. I really do. Oh, yeah. I think that society's far oh, more God. open, far more sharing, and the older you get, the more you realize, the less you know. And when you do see certain situations, you, you don't look at it with disdain. Instead, you try to, geez, I wonder what's going on there. Yep. You know what I mean? That, and I yep. think that... Yeah, I think what he, what what happened 
20 to 25 years ago, guys used to just put their head in their sand and they didn't want to care about it. Yeah. And I think, and that, but that's my impression. You lived it. So that's why it's, it's always intriguing having you on. Hey, uh, one of these yeah, days we'll be able to, yeah, we'll be able to travel again and we'll see each other then. Thanks for your time, Corey. <laughs> always love seeing you, bud. Yeah. All right. Ciao. You bet. That's Corey Hirsch. He's our Oilers Now headliner. He's brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted, sir. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer with you. It's 150 at Edmonton. Uh, this text comes in from former defenseman Mark. He says, Bob, who will the Oilers expose in the expansion draft? Did somebody actually suggest Darnell Nurse? What in the hell is wrong with people? Are we unable to enjoy a taste of success? The Oilers will try to give up or expose as little as possible. Oilers fans should want to... Uh, <laughs> Oilers fans should want to have to expose excellent talent because it means they have oodles of it. When was the when were the Oilers in the position to say that? I, I couldn't believe that we had a texter suggest that the Oilers. Wow, it's going to cost too much money. Darnell Nurse, he's uh, yeah. Uh, Haji says, hey, Bob, it's the puck, not the pill, regarding shooting the pill. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Bob, do you envision Edmonton using a protection spot on Archibald? Uh, I think they'll go the 731 route uh, with the development of JP, and I could see Archibald being the exact type of player uh, Seattle would target, solid depth player, expiring contract, et cetera. AG, uh, AJ says that. I do think Edmonton's going to go 7-3-1. I'm going to say that right now. Absolutely. I can envision the Oilers going seven. Of course, they won't have to protect Bouchard and Broberg. Uh, Nurse and Bear would be protected for sure. They'll re-sign Barry. And then expose one of Lagason or Jones or Chris Russell. Perhaps on defense, that might make sense. But I And I see them protecting Josh Archibald. I think he's just too important to the group. All right. Uh, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063-151 in Edmonton. We are going to go into this day in Oilers history. It is brought to you by... 
Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel. Back at the 630 Chet Studios, Brendan Escott. Back in 1994, Zdeno Seeger has four assists to lead Edmonton to a 6-3 win over the Leafs at Northlands. Uh, the Oilers scoring three unanswered goals in the third period to clinch just their 16th win of the season. It was Igor Kravchuk, Mike Stapleton, and Jason Arnott all with multi-point efforts as well. I uh, first met Zdeno uh, Seeger at the 1991 Canada Cup. Uh, the pre-tournament games were in Saskatoon, and I was broadcasting them as a 25-year-old uh, for a guy named Mel Raskin based out of uh, Toronto. And uh, the Czechs uh, were in the same hotel as us. And uh, we ended up having a 7-up together. And a couple of years later, he ended up on the Edmonton Oilers hockey team. They also had a guy that looked really good uh, in those pre-tournament games by the name of Richard Zemlichka, who never really panned out as a player. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The stock recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Uh, just before we wrap things up, I want to quickly, if I can, jump back into the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Bob, are you suggesting that Clefbaum isn't going to get signed? Well, he's already signed. Wouldn't they want to protect him? Well, we need to know whether or not Oscar's going to play. So, ironic, I took a look at uh, ESPN's respective Olympic teams, and they had Oscar Clefbaum on their Olympic team. I, I don't know if Oscar's going to play. Uh, of course, he's out for this season. We know that due to some challenges with his shoulder. If he's playing, then I would envision that the Oilers would be protecting them. So, valid point by you, Peter. Congratulations on being on top of it. And uh, you're probably well aware of the fact that Bayern Munich's up by a score of 3 nothing. Again, you can text us at any time, 7-8s, because he's a soccer fan. Uh, Texas seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. What do we got shaking here? Well, we can tell you that we will have the uh, game for you tonight. Face-off show at six p.m. with uh, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, myself, Jack Michaels, a cast of thousands. Uh, face-off show at six. Puck drop at eight p.m. Cam will have the call of tonight's game with me. Tomorrow, uh, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, from Mattress Superstore, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey and a special guest that we're working on. We might be able to figure it out. We will tell you. Coming up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by a simulcast of CHQR 770 in Calgary with Angela Coquat. So long, everybody. From Oilers Now, back at you at 6. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.